Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the Out of Focus podcast. Uh, this is Eric the Basic Bastard Diaz, and I'm joined by Nick Can't Buck the Zuck Far. How you doing, Nick? Can't Buck the Zuck. That's Can't solid. Can't Buck the Zuck. That's going to be his like 2020 presidential campaign. Okay. Yeah, it's not crowded enough. I'm getting in. Yeah, no. Bernie, Trump, and Zuck. We need, uh, we need the representative for the, what are they, reptilians? Yeah, uh, the uh, the greys, right? That's the, the conspiracy. The, the greys. Tell me more about your Illuminati things. That's like a white people thing. Tell me. I don't know about it. I don't know. I don't know either. Really, like all of my knowledge really comes from one of the podcasts I listen to, uh, Ice Cream Social, where the one guy is really into that shit. But I just hearing him ramble about it in a comedic way, not in a spreading the the seed of sorrow um which is my next metal album <laughs> oh my god um oh yeah shout out to ice cream social i've never listened to them but you you love them sexually and also biblically which i guess is sexually too so it always is sexually times two electric boogaloo uh so. i noticed something uh I, okay, just randomly off the bat, today, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I was spending some time this week uh, playing some more of the Spider Man on the Ooh. PS4. I need to buy that. It's so good. It's so fun. Oh my god! Uh, but hey. I noticed something about it recently that I never caught before, and I also haven't heard people talk about it. I mean, I don't watch a lot of reviews or anything. But of the ones that I have, I haven't heard anybody mention this quality. And I can't think of another game that did such a good job doing this. So hmm. the overall, like the music in it is like um, Marvel movie kind of ideas. Yeah, okay. Like yeah, as you're going through the city. Superhero. Yeah, like the, burr, 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 you know, like they're doing those kind of uh, just everything you hear in every Marvel movie. But yeah. Um, something I noticed. So I was swinging around in the city, you know, popping around, bah, 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 like bah, bah. you do, and like, uh, which I think is probably a common experience for people that play it. You go, you find a really tall, tall building, and you're like, I'm gonna go to the top of that motherfucker, and I'm gonna jump off of it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Gonna That's jump. what I think of in my real life. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should have seen me when I was visiting you in New York. I was just like, oh, so many choices. Yeah, it's the end. That's why you were on the fire escape. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't admiring the view like I was telling you. I was contemplating life, but that's neither here nor there. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> um, but the so I'm doing that. I'm climbing around, and uh, I get on top of one of the big tall ones, which they had the Tony Stark Avengers building is in New York in that game. The Avengers Tower, nice. Yeah, and there's some others that I I noticed uh, because some parts of the city are real. Like, uh, I went to Washington Square Park, and then I was like, oh, this is NYU. Oh, right wow. here, and right across the street of where I had gone to do some training at NYU was uh, Doctor Strange's like the New York Nexus oh. or whatever the <laughs> hell that's called. And I was like, "Oh, cool!" Um, 
But anyways, so I, I climb up to the top of the Avengers Tower because it's super tall. And I notice, so the music, you know, is all majestic. Trumpet sort of fanfare. Fares. And then it, whenever you go to the edge, of, the ledge of something on the edge, um, you know, it always does the Spider-Man crouch where you're kind of yeah, like yeah. crouched down and your hands are on whatever. So you do that. And when you do that on top of a building up there, the music yeah. fades out. Of course. That's incredible. And it just becomes like you just hear the sounds of the city and the the air sort of moving around. And it's kind of this surreal sort of thing. And then oh, when you... Oh, a word picture. Yeah, it really is. It, it's like a moment. You well, When I realized that the game did this, I was like, this is incredible idea. Um, and so you sit up there and it's all silent and quiet. And then if you jump off, as you're like sort of diving down into the city, the, the fanfare trumpet sort of fades back in. And then as you really build momentum, like the volume increases and it's wow. like you are in a fucking superhero movie. And I was like, <laughs> this is, oh my God, this is so cool. And I, I never I realized you, that. It's little touches like that. The little details like that in video games and movies that like just mm, mm, make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, I just kept doing it over and over. I was like, <laughs> this, this is so fucking cool. Because like when it came in, when when it, when I had that moment of realization of when I when I had noticed what was happening, I uh, that first time I jumped off and when the music came in, it literally gave me chills. I was like, "This wow. is fucking cool! What a great idea!" Have you ever have you played? And I think. Uh, your moment and my moment kind of speak to how important sound design and music is to video games and those interactive experiences. But yeah. have you ever played uh, the first Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, not Red Dead Revolver? No, I only have the second one. Okay. There's a part where you go to Mexico, right? You cross the border into Mexico yeah. and there's this like acoustic jam that comes on and it's amazing. Um, when I went to Mexico, I was starting to ride across the border it was nighttime and right as you like you crest this part and you can just kind of see into like the Mexican landscape deserty area. It was it was dawn and the sun was rising and then this this super slick just like acoustic riff comes in and it oh my god it is like an outlaw anthem. You just feel <laughs> like a goddamn cowboy and it was formative. It was it was amazing. So recommend wow. Uh, and for you music theory nerds out there, it probably had a flat two with a major third. And you're like, oh, Spanish. Oh. <laughs> uh, that is cool. That's it. Uh, I like, yeah, I like when they really, there's some really good care to what is happening in the music and even games like that. I think it shows that they care, right? Like they actually like put time into the craft and it's like, holy shit, like people made this. They thought there's somebody out there who was like, do you know what would be fucking cool if we fade out the music while you're on top of that tower and just like slam it back in as you jump off? Somebody out there thought that and they did it. Yeah, well, it, it made me, I was really trying to analyze that thinking because it's yeah. such a unique idea. I think, well, maybe. Maybe other people have done it, and I just don't know. 
Yeah. But the thing that, that really was catching my attention about it is, so, you know, everybody always talked about in the reviews of that game, it makes you feel like you're Spider-Man, <laughs> right? And that was the thing, like, Dunkey laid on in his yeah. video over and over and over, which, yeah, yeah. you know, always shout out to video game Dunkey because he nails oh it. But that idea of, like, if if you are Spider-Man and you go up to the top of the building and you're crouched over, that it would be that sort of silence with, you know, maybe horns honking in the distance and yeah. just the breeze going by. And that they fade out the music for that is so... And then, yeah, as you're falling and building momentum, that they would bring the momentum back. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I, mean, I, think, I feel like that kind of separates uh, Peter Parker from Spider-Man, right? Like, like, what do you think Peter Parker thinks in those quiet moments of contemplation on top of the world? You know, he's all alone. That's incredible that you can kind of emulate that feeling. He's like, damn... MJ though, and then you take a hot selfie up there. So you know, <laughs> they did make that a part of that game. By the way, you do post have it a- to your to your spider Insta. Sell it to JJ. I don't know. Do whatever you got to do. <laughs> they did. Uh, they did make taking pictures a big part of that game. Every game. Uh, Breath of the Wild has it. Spider Man has it. Uh, I'm playing Weeb game right now. Kingdom Hearts three, which I hate, and that has a selfie mode. You so. oh, you hate it. It is an abomination is the best way. But like, abomination. Yes. And and uh, JRPGs usually like already are, but this takes it to another level. When I first started playing it, when, yeah. I, when I go play video games, I go to play a video game, right? I don't have a lot of time. I'm not a teenager who is skipping out on homework. I have wife and house and job and whatever, all the yeah, other responsibilities. You're not people playing do. between whack off sessions. You're just Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm not trying to hit my most jerk off record in one day and staying awake by playing video games, right? So by the way, it's like fifteen. Um <laughs> <laughs> I salute um, you. Thank you. I actually had a buddy who like blistered himself trying to do that in high school. So I salute him. Hats off to him. Blister in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> um the first part of the game, you know what? No. It it's it's an epidemic in the game where there's like 15 to 20 minute long cutscenes where you don't play. You're just watching anime the movie and I want to <laughs> die. Anime the movie. I heard because about if, that. Yeah. Yeah, if if I wanted to 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 watch anime, I I could, you know. If I want to play video games, I should be able to. Do not make me sit through a 20-minute... Hey, that's my phone that I need to turn down. Um, don't make things. me sit through a 20-minute fucking cutscene. So, getting off my soapbox. Don't make me do that. that yeah, I, I've heard that. I'm probably still going to end up giving them my money. And I'm still going to play it just for the member berries. And <laughs> member? I mean, yeah, that's why I got it. You know? Yeah. The only time I have fun with that game is when it's me and my wife and we're done with the story part in the world and we can come back and find the like treasures and hidden emblems and other collectibles. That's fun as shit. Okay. But the actual story and and gameplay is not good. So that's my review for Kingdom Hearts 3 IGN 8 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) That's always the case. 5 out of 7. Yeah, exactly. S- solid number. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I did want. I did also want to mention. I left one part out of the last episode of the Patton Oswalt experience. Oh, tell me more. Uh, that so. You know, living around. I don't live in the city in New York, but living around here, you and visiting there. You know, going into the city. Uh, yeah. Often, you see some shit, right? Yeah, sure. Right, and they sort of, there's that, like, people talk about, like, the sort of, like, the average New Yorker, they see somebody, something crazy fucking happening, and tourists are like, oh my god, and New Yorkers are like, yeah, whatever, you know, just go (laughs) on with their day. And I saw, but I saw something on the way out that made, like, it was still a bit of a shrug, but I still, I remember, (laughs) I turned to my wife, and I was like, that was different, right? And she's like, yeah. And so we're... We're coming out of the show. It's uh, between like 9.30 at 10 at night. And again, it's uh, snowing pretty hard. Um, The snow's snow's coming down thick. My glasses are covered. I can't see shit right now. Um, And we're we're walking down the street to the subway station. And coming towards us, we can hear... Uh, I hear this sort of weird sound, which, you know, on the street of New York, it's odd to hear sounds that aren't. sound? Yeah, that, <laughs> that isn't just like, oh, that's a car, bus, whatever. It's someone yelling, shut the fuck Sirens. up. Sirens. Yeah. 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 Someone asking for money. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, and then I see it in front of me, and there's a guy coming towards us heading the opposite way. And he's dragging something behind him. A body? No. (laughs) And, you know, people are always carrying weird shit, especially without having cars and stuff. You know, a lot of New Yorkers just carry random shit around. You see people carrying weird stuff. Uh, But this guy, he's coming down, you know, nearly at 10 o'clock at night through a snowstorm. Uh He has... Basically, like this wicker chair that has a a circle, one of those circle spinning bases on the bottom that's made out of steel. You know, it's like big, wide, open circle um, base, uh, so the chair can spin all the way around. And he's just dragging. And by the way, this guy is like in his late fifties. And he's just dragging this fucking chair through the snowstorm. The chair looks like it's absolutely destroyed because he's carrying it through a snowstorm in the middle oh of the city. God. And it just made Jesus me go, what the, what, the, what the fuck is this? He, he's bringing you your throne. That's the official throne of the Elf King. <laughs> so that's, Call you missed back. it. Oh, listen to our last episode. Or don't. Do fuck you. No, fuck you. Do it. Don't listen to him. Listen to our last episode. He's a bad influence. Don't. No. He's drinking right now. Don't listen to people who drink. You're not my dad. I can be your mom. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Which that had never crossed my mind until recently after we did this. Oh, I was like, man. our parents might listen to this, and that's kind of weird, right? My parents are listening to this. They're like, what's your website? Oh, my God. And I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I just want you to know, I don't want this to change your opinion of me. Okay, <laughs> I, I curse. It's explicit. You, you'll see a little bit of a different side to me. I still love you guys, so please love me back. I mean, so, you, you've kept it relatively G-rated. Where are the nudes? Send me the nudes. I want to see a child killer naked. Yeah, yeah. I remember that being part of a Disney movie. 
um, <laughs> child killer nudes. Don't you remember that? Wasn't that Aladdin? I don't know. Yeah. 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 You street rat. <laughs> street rat. Anyways, what the fuck did you want to talk to me about on this episode? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're like almost 20 minutes. This episode is sponsored Brought to by, you by nobody. Squarespace. <laughs> Purple Mattress. Have you heard of Blue Apron? Shots fired at NPR and all you other fucking podcasts out there. Thank you. Um, today's episode is brought to you by the letter S for social media. Social media and male fashion is what we're going to talk about today. What an interesting combination. I know. Um, so so going to social media, yeah. uh, do you use it? I mean, how can you not in this day and age, right? But like, <laughs> like what what is your mm, your social media of choice? You know, your mm, what does it for you? That taste you're looking for? MySpace. I like Farmers Only, <laughs> but FarmersOnly.com. Oh my God, bringing back the farmhouse jokes, Jesus. Yep. Tutter. Um, I uh, I'm not a big social media person i kind of never have been even in the the teenage years which i know everybody's like i'm getting off i'm quitting facebook announcement to the world of facebook i'm leaving facebook i'm done Um, and then three weeks later they're like also this idea but also i'm leaving facebook for realsies this time yeah you can reach me however you want here's my phone number um, here's my Instagram handle yeah, quitting exactly. social media. Yeah. Quitting social media. Here's my Twitter. Um, no, I haven't, uh, or I don't use it that much. I have a Facebook, uh, but again, the only things you see on it are what my wife does and tags me <laughs> in things. That's basically what, was, what go open up your Facebook right now and tell me what your last post was. Cause I did this earlier when I was oh. thinking about what we should talk about today. My last post was like a year ago, it turns out. I haven't posted to Facebook in a year, and it was about me graduating college, so that was kind of a big fucking deal. But besides that, apparently I don't give a shit enough about myself or anybody else in my life that I, I, I just don't post about it. Or maybe I really care about myself and others, and that's why I don't post about it. I haven't decided yet. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, value judgments. I, I'm looking. Okay, I just pulled it up. Um... Wow, actually not that long ago for me, to be quite oh. honest. Okay. December of 2018. Yeah, but yeah, okay, a couple months. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to read it out loud because I forgot about this. And uh <laughs> here's here's some salt. Get ready for some, some Ooh, salt. Salt mining. Uh, and I usually don't write things like this. It's so funny that I use this phrasing because this is such a douchebag thing to say mm. um, in the way that I said it. Content, I am totally on my own side. I I feel 100% right. <laughs> um, th- here we go. This is a public service announcement. That's the douchey part. Oh, shit. That Ticketmaster is the worst thing on the planet. I've been waiting over 10 years to see Damien Rice, one of my favorite artists, and had the tickets up the moment they went on sale. The site crashed, I lost my tickets, and they sold out instantly. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. No. Yeah. 
that happened. Ticketmaster is the worst. I think Pearl Jam should have won that court case, and Ticketmaster should have just gone straight to hell. Also, our episode sponsored by Ticketmaster. <laughs> so, if you like to see concerts and pay a shit ton of fucking money, go to go pay a scalper. Don't don't buy tickets from Ticketmaster, even though there's virtually no way for you not to. I scrolled back down to see what my my last one was before that. It was actually only a month a month difference where I said I this was November sixth, twenty eighteen, because that was election time. Ooh. I said I submit myself for social media validation for coloring in my bubbles. Grab your victory, Jin. Oh, did you MAGA? Did you make America great again when you voted? Absolutely. Yeah, I just love. The establishment right now, the best. I hope you guys can hear the sarcasm in my voice. Um, what about you? Are you a big social media person? Well, it sounds like by the use of your Facebook, no. No, uh, not particularly. I mean, recently the most I've used my social media for is this nonsense. So I'm pimping my, myself out for the cause right now for our Me too. podcast. I've been trying like crazy, actually. It's taking like real effort to think of like, what the fuck did we say? And can I, oh, yeah. can I make a post out of something we said? I don't Listeners, know. Listeners, I'm just going to take a moment right now to publicly thank my social media manager, Nick Farr, for, <laughs> for driving our social media campaign because I ain't done shit. So I'm thank you, trying, Nick. but oh God, it is just not something that I think, it makes me wonder like, because... There are so many people that post so much shit. Um, oh, and shit. I'm not saying shit as in like they're posting garbage, uh, which, you know, well, maybe. Uh, but just that they're posting things and it seems to be like a natural part of what they do. And I, from my own perspective, I'm really think like it takes effort for me to think, what can I share that can sort of benefit the podcast and well some see way. and that's because i think that narcissism isn't an inherent part of your soul right so hey let's uh speak up both of us we're not narcissists hey so i wasn't listening i was just thinking about how good i look right now i'm not a narcissist um you made me look back through my facebook and i see that your wife tagged me on uh august 25th 2018 which is when we went out I think a little bit after we went out to visit you. And it's the picture that she took with her like Polaroid camera of yeah. me standing in front of your air conditioner, eating a slice of pizza, looking like a goddamn caveman. Now that we need to share that. I, I love that picture. Now download that one. And we'll, uh, when we post this episode, that that's a, that's a glorious moment because uh, what happened to you that evening? Was that, oh, dude, did I get drunk, tipsy? What was that evening? Yes. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, if if I'm eating pizza in gym shorts in front of an air conditioner, there's a good chance that I drank. So that's what happened. <laughs> and also, I, I, I don't think it was that same one, but there was one night that didn't we have to come home through a rainstorm? Oh, yeah, that happened like twice. That happened multiple times that trip. I don't know what it was. New York decided to piss all over us while we were there. Okay? Yeah. That's the most rain I've ever seen in my life because I live in the fucking desert. Well, we came, I remember we were coming back from a gig that I played. Yeah. And 
because I was carrying my base with me. Yeah. And we got a we got out of the subway stop and when we left, it wasn't raining. It was clear skies, dude. But then we came out of the underground platform and it was fucking water world outside. <laughs> See, and I think I think that it's uh moments like that that I appreciate social media. You know, like that uh there's a little picture of you and me on the subway. I have my eyes closed and you are making a weird fucking face. That's a great one. We should share that. All right. So, yeah. Th- see, that's those are the little moments I appreciate for social media. Everything else, everybody's hot garbage. I hate you. I don't want to see your babies. So, don't at me. Well, <laughs> send your letters to Brian Williams at NBC. Um, yeah. I, I think that, I think a part of it is what you're talking about is having a social circle in the Utah culture, everything is just because people get married very young and they have babies very young. Yep. Shots fired Mormons. Um, that so much of it is just like, it makes me think of that family guy bit of like, here are my kids and they hold up their wallet and they're just slamming pictures into the person's (laughs) face. But now we do that digitally. Yeah, no, it's that same thing, and yeah, uh, yeah I don't, I don't care. I mean, really, I mean so uh, my first social media, I think I had three. I had MySpace. I had yeah, tagged. I think was one that was. Oh, a, really? You went over yeah. the tagged? Yeah, because girls were using it that I knew, and they were like, you should go on tags. I'm like, all right, sure, send me nudes, Uh, which I never got. uh, Hi, Eric's mom and dad. (laughs) And Bebo was another one that was Wait, I have heard of that. What the fuck was Bebo? I don't know. It was another, so everybody was trying to jump on the MySpace money train and uh, trying to steal that social media stuff. And then MySpace suddenly died. And then we all jumped over to Facebook. Yeah. Which I was a, I was a holdout, not because I was big into MySpace. It was just like, I don't want to do this again. That's how I felt. I was like, I already have a social media account. Why, do, why is everybody else going to Facebook? What just happened? What did I miss? Yeah, I think I made my... Because like, it started blowing up in what, like 2006? Yeah, right around high school-ish. Yeah. And I didn't get one until I think I was a sophomore in college because I was just like, I don't want to switch. You held out longer than I did. I was like a junior or senior in high school. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. You twisted my arm enough, I'll do it. Oh, now here's the thing. On your MySpace page. Yeah. What song did you have auto-playing? Oh, my God. I wonder if I can still find it. I tried to find mine the other day because I was yeah. cur- I was really curious if it still existed because I don't think I ever deleted it and I couldn't find it. It made me think that they like removed the page for inactivity. Um, oh, man, do you remember what email you were using? Because I can tell you I used one of two emails. I do, and I tried to use that and nothing happened. Um. <laughs> My two emails that I had when I was younger, my very first email, this is going to be embarrassing. You're just going to drop it? Yeah, it was animekillerfromheck at gmail.com. 
So everybody, you can email that because I don't I don't use that goddamn email address anymore. Oh my god! Register account so for it on an underage chat chat room and yeah. uh, oh get the god, F- no. FBI god, center. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I I was like I don't want numbers in my email address and coming up with something unique was hard. Apparently, as a kid, that was really stretching the old brain muscles. Uh, and then my other one was like every song is a story at gmail.com oh my god every song is a story shut up you goddamn (laughs) asshole (laughs) every song is a story oh my Mm, god do you feel it was that Mm. written by the used uh, it could have been actually Um, I liked to provide them with ideas every song is a story that sounds like some 41. Okay. I actually did. I, I tried to put on my some 41 voice. <laughs> or whatever the fuck his name was from Blink 182. Oh, that mu- can I tell you right now that somebody tweeted and they didn't at our podcast handle, which makes me upset. Okay. Um, but they were like, my first albums were the, the self titled Blink 182 album. And the first JoJo album, and that's everything you need to know about me. And they tweeted this after listening to our show. And I was like, God damn it. Hit us up. Jesus. Give us likes, you sons of bitches. We're trying really hard here. Nick is working so hard as my social media manager. Throw him a goddamn bone, okay? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm sorry for yelling. What's the worst experience you've had on social media? Um. Oh. I don't know. I, well, that's kind of dark, but I found out a friend of mine died. Oh, that's the worst. Through that, which that sucks. That was shitty. That does suck. Yeah. Yeah, that's always bad when you're like, I wonder how, I wonder how Brady's doing. Oh, he OD'd. Oh, (laughs) all right. Well, you know. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Are, uh, are they public jump domain the yet? Can we sample game? them? Because <laughs> I really want that in my life. No. Fuck no. That's why I don't. I only sing like a bar of it. I'm not paying money for that. Yeah. We don't want to pay creators money. Pay us money. Oh my god. I just have to tell you. Because I am aware, you know, of my experience right now. As we record this. My wife is home now. And she has gone into the bedroom... Uh, mm-hmm. To watch TV, so mm. it's not super noisy in here, which is very kind of her. Yeah, yeah. And she took the goddamn cat with her because he was, you know, making all the ruckus as we recorded our last episode. As and cats he do. is, he. I can hear his face shoved under the door, just meowing. Meow. <laughs> yeah. So I just hear. As we're trying to talk, and I'm just, I'm just sitting here like going, "Fuck you, stop." Mm, I love the sounds of the damned and the tortured as like our baseline for our podcast. Just God please, damn. God damn it. Uh, uh, what's your worst social media experience? Oh fuck if I know. Besides making um, one, shitty Facebook fights probably. Like, what? Yeah, you know, like where... Facebook fights? People fight? 
Of course. When you're, especially over politics, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're just okay. like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're just like, did it, did it, did it, did And you're like, that's fine. I'm pro choice or whatever. And they're like, you are literally Hitler. You are causing <laughs> white genocide and killing babies. This is all your fault. And I'm just like, holy shit. Can we take a step back? And I hope you die. Thanks. You know? It just goes like that. Don't ever talk politics on social media because I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Nobody cares about you and you don't care about them on social media. Okay. Talk to your friends in person, but social media, nobody gives a shit. It's true. It's true. I'm actually looking something up right now because I have a perfect example of this. So a friend of mine... um, He he has become, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this, I don't think he does, but <laughs> he has become like the, the right-wing spammer. Uh, he graduated from like PragerU or some shit, watching all their goddamn videos. He just like reposts all of these things, which again, if you're a right-wing person listening to this, it's, it, you're, you're fine. You're fine. But like the stuff that he po- that he reposts is just so if you even just take the sense of logic to it. Right. Like, oh my God. Um, but anyways, another friend of mine who may also listen to this, so you'll get a shout out. Um, always <laughs> oh like quite often engages him. Oh my god. Of course, why not? And he has an alternative perspective. Um sure. And they often just sort of blah, 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 which I'm going to pull this reference back, by the way, that uh, on that podcast we already did a shout out to, Ice Cream Social. They have the idea that they call Facebook farting. Oh, okay. Which is where like they kind of like show up when people do have arguments like this and then just say random nonsense (laughs) that doesn't fit into it. So everybody just responding goes, what the fuck? And sort of the conversation stops there. And they oh my call God, they're Facebook the true farting. heroes. They're the true heroes. It's beautiful, right? Oh my God. I Stopping love the, the idea fights. of Facebook farting. It's so mm. funny. Um, so, Jesus Christ. So I've been telling, I've been kind of telling my friend who responds to this other friend, uh, like, these sort of tactics aren't working. You're trying to do these th- things, I th- and it's, it's you're not going anywhere. It's a circular yeah. argument and reasoning. But he did something <laughs> recently, which I'm, I'm going to put him up on a pedestal. And I even I sent him a text message. was just like, you nailed this. This is exactly <laughs> what the kind of approach you should take, which was, so the friend had... Uh, posted on Facebook a screenshot of a tweet, <laughs> right? So we're already yeah, yeah, in quite course. a few levels of uh, some right wing dude who uh, ats, and I don't remember how to say her full fucking name, but AOC, you know, oh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. So he, he does so at AOC, wants to tell us what to eat how to travel, how much money we can make, what sort of home to live in, and whether we should reproduce. But remember, it's conservatives who want to control your private life. 
already. Oh my God. Right. 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 <laughs> my the friend, best. my friend comments with, you know what the left lets people do? Murder. What is the, does the right allow that? Huh? Didn't think so. Hashtag pro choice. Oh my god. And I'm like, you nailed it. Like, that's perfect. Incredible. So it makes me wonder, like, how do you deal with those people on your social media? You don't. I don't. uh, So I, I have, I had a teacher who I thought was incredible growing up. Um, He was my creative writing teacher. I'm not going to name names, but some of you out there will know him. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, he's a cool dude. He's great. And then we're in Utah. So you somehow I became friends with him on Facebook and you just like, same thing. He's just like, I'm going to retweet Stephen Molyneux and I'm going to, and it's like borderline, Hey, let's bring back, um, phrenology and measure the skulls of people so we could determine which race is inferior. You know what I mean? Oh my God. It's like borderline that, not that bad, but it's just super, uh, it gets more and more right wing. Um, and I just ignore it. I'm like, you know what? For a long time I had a problem with it. I'm like, oh my God, he's an asshole. But I think that if you, it's kind of like the never meet your heroes quote, you know, when people say don't meet your heroes cause everybody's yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Same thing with social media. If you like somebody, don't be friends with them on social media because then you're just going to it's a platform for them to yell into the ether. So, yeah, I I I don't know. So the, then, to just make this purely shameless, yes, you know, tell me more. our social media, is yeah, hey, out hit of us fo- up, <laughs> out of focus show where we're actually trying, but we're trying to like in the in the way that we're doing it, in things that are just we're just trying to have fun. Yeah, you won't see me tweeting about Bernie or Trump or shit on our. We don't care. Nobody cares. We don't care. Yeah, I leave that on my private account for all my yeah, MAGA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you order us those tiki torches, by the way? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, You'll have to sign for it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, what counts as social media nowadays, too, by the way? Because like Facebook, Snap. Yeah, I guess so, right? Everything is social media now? Yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> oh my God, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. They had to bring social media to jobs. Yep. Do you have a it's, LinkedIn? I do. You like have to, right? I have one too. Yeah. And it's like the squeakiest, cleanest version of yourself on LinkedIn. Oh like, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. a good boy. Yeah. I, I work for a charity. I volunteer. I got a degree, you know. I'm I'm a therapist. Yeah. I help children with disabilities. Are you allowed to talk like that as a therapist for children with disabilities? I wasn't referencing a person with disabilities, you <laughs> cock mongrel. <laughs> oh man. We need to uh, sample that voice and send it to somebody. Um, but yeah, who? social media. Who? Who are we going to send it to? The therapy police. <gasps> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you ever seen Scott Pilgrim? Yes. Yeah, you remember the vegan police? Same thing, but with therapists. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that, let's talk about the way you dress and how it's problematic. Well, hell of a segue there. What the fuck happened on this episode? <laughs> Everyone else, well, you were knocking them out of the park. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to break your neck there for a second. I've, I get felt whiplash? it. I yeah. felt it. Luckily, okay, I'm in hold this on. comfy me, chair. Can I try again? All right, I'll cut it out. Okay, great. So um, uh, we're talking about social media and selfies. And if you wanted to look the best for your selfie, Nick, tell us some tips about how you dress. Well, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh Fucking done. Uh, Jesus. Fuck. We got time, you son of a bitch. What do you want to know? Clock. Um, what, are we, what are we talking about? Tell me about. Tell me about the first time you actually started like being aware of fashion and like it was important. Was it important to you? Is it not important? Tell me, tell me your thoughts. I'll give you a penny for your thoughts. <laughs> My thoughts are on Insta. Um, <laughs> this condescending laugh you've been doing in the recent episodes, I'm not sure how I feel about it. It's a reflection of what I feel about you, so it's Fair fine. Enough. Uh, I don't know. It makes me think like going back history wise. I think the first time I really, cause I, I can think of, I can think of small things, but sort of the, I think of the more formative things would be like in middle school, heading into high school where like how you dressed was also a reflection of your identity yeah, do you remember picking out your first day of middle school and first day of high school outfit? Yeah, and I remember, at least at that time, as we already discussed a little bit, like, being a musician and being <clears throat> a metalhead, then it was just, like, fucking oh, yeah. band t-shirts. My Pink Floyd t-shirt with my System of a Down wristband. Yep. You wore the wristband. Hey, <laughs> can I tell you something? Yes. Do, you're in front of a computer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what trip pants were? No. Oh my god, look it up. Trip with two Ps. Oh god. Uh, I'm I feel I like I'm gonna those. incognito this. I wanted those in sixth grade. They're called trip pants? Yep. T R I P P pants. Oh and my god, a, you goth piece those. of shit. What the oh fuck? Oh my god. Fucking techno cyber goth. I wanted blue hair and I wanted those pants. And it lasted for about a year, but that was definitely a phase. Wow, I just saw a really hot chicken one. Anyway. Um, That's how it goes, right? <laughs> anyways. Goth chicks. You wanted to wear those. Wow. I, I never went that those. far. I went, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, like, the high school sort of uniform. Yeah. Was basically an array of band t-shirts, especially Iron Maiden, uh, paired with black Dickies pants. Oh, like and, oh, it's like a fine Chianti, mm. <laughs> and then uh, black Converse high tops. Wow! And you had long hair at the time too, huh? Yeah. So that was oh, an ensemble. Man. That's incredible. Um, what was your uniform? I had it was jeans, 
um, some of those fat van skater shoes. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore those young when I was younger, but then it switched yeah. to Converse. No, my feet were always too big for Converse. Still to this day, they're too big for Chucks, dude. I I have wide width feet, so thank you, Converse, for making me feel out of place. Um, and I would always wear the one shirt that sticks out to me the most, and I still fucking love this shirt. Was I had a Pink Floyd shirt, and it was mostly black, um, and it had oh I forgot the name of the album, but the dude, the two dudes shaking hands, and one of them's on fire. Okay, wish you were here, maybe. You remember that one album? One of them's on fire. Yeah, the I'm two blanking. dudes are shaking hands, and one of the dudes is on fire, and they're in, like, business suits. I'll, I'll tell you in my biggest Pink Floyd phase was when I was stealing a bunch of music off the internet, and I never had album cover arts, so. <laughs> yes, okay, I'm right. It's Wish You Were Here. It's, okay. That's the cover. And Good call. Thank you. I remembered. Thank you, high school me. Um, that was my favorite shirt. I would wear that shit all the time. But, yeah, it was just band t-shirts, jeans, and black everything all the time so in middle school it was more uh shirts that had words on them oh you were one of those guys yeah i told you about my will work for anime shirt with like it looked like masking tape yeah Um, i have to say of of the the shirts with the words on them my dad had one in his closet that he never wore and i think it was given to him as a joke yeah but i begged and pleaded for him to give it to me because I wanted to wear it because I was cool and metal at the time. Oh. It was a black t-shirt and then with white all caps letters across the front. It just said, fuck you, you fucking fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I found that in his closet and I was like, yes, this, me, give it to me. Yeah, and he wouldn't had, give it to me. That's incredible. You should buy that now and wear it to your work. Yeah, I should. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a shirt in middle school again, and it was two dudes. It was black and red. It was a black and red shirt, and it was two dudes peeing at a urinal, but they they had a urinal between them, and it said "stick to the code" underneath it. So oh that God. was yeah. That was also like <laughs> I just borderline. Cringed. <laughs> borderline breaking the school dress code with that one so you know edgy oh we were you know i was saying i mostly wore iron maiden t-shirts and the shirts with words i did just have a member berry click in my brain of when i because i had mentioned on an earlier episode my very first concert ever was iron maiden in california and you know you bought the the tour t-shirt there Oh my god. But I remember as we were walking out of the crowd, there was this huge dude in front of us. And the back of his shirt, it was all black and it was in big white letters, all cap, just like the the shirt of my dad that yeah. I had just mentioned. Yeah. Except it said, Jesus is a fucking cunt on the back. <laughs> and I remember Whoa. going like, I was Whoa. 14. And I was like, what? To all our Catholic fans out there, we don't mean it. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, I I, rem- I literally had a thought as a kid from Utah. I went, is that legal to wear that outside? Is <laughs> he not going to get arrested? Can you say Jesus is a cunt? <laughs> like, oh is he going to get arrested? That's incredible. And he did. He did get arrested, it turns out. Um, But 
sort of moving, flashing forward in time, now you're a software engineer, a Uh-oh. senior. You're senior now, right? I'm a senior software engineer. Yeah, so totally. You have to dress at least semi nice when you go I into mean, work. Not really. What what's your what's your your daily work wear? I'm probably one of the dudes in the office that like dresses up the most, and that's just because like I like button ups now. You know, just casual button ups. I think are fantastic. Um, but usually it's either like I uh, I think male fashion advice actually on Reddit reddit.com slash r slash male fashion advice uh they call it like the basic bastard type of getup where it's literally just like solid color shirts chinos or jeans and some solid color shoes that's really my uniform all right all right yeah um with your button-ups long sleeve short sleeve both i prefer the long sleeve because you will rock a, a short sleeve in that picture of us on the subway in New York, I am rocking a short sleeve. And I forgot to pack my long sleeve, so I wore a short sleeve button up to your goddamn wedding. <laughs> That's right, that was my wedding. That was your wedding. So yes, I will rock the short sleeve. Wow. Um, Fashion faux pas. I will not, I, I won't rock the short sleeve button up. Dude, you have those guns. You got to show them off. I don't. And uh, I don't have them is what I mean. And uh, I don't know. Like, I just don't like the way they look on, well, on me and sort of, (laughs) and people. I mean, I was sitting there getting married and like, Jesus, could Eric step it up a notch? Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. To be fair, you fucking dropped it on us. So that's that's your fault. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, I just... I don't, I'm not really into them. I, I don't. I, mm. I can respect it. I prefer long sleeves because they look better, in my opinion. Yeah. But when oh, you want to be casual, you know, you can just, you can pull out the short sleeve. Well, I do remember when, you know, we were talking about the high school uniform. The one yeah. thing I did when I played gigs was I would wear that same uniform the band t-shirt with the like black dickies pants Mm -hmm. uh but i would show i would throw some sort of button-up shirt over it of course uh, unbuttoned with the sleeve rolled up oh my god so my band t-shirt was still there and that's what i would wear to like even some fancy gigs like playing in fancy places i would just dress like that and you're like yeah i fit in i'm fine the way i would dress up in high school uh would be throwing a blazer on top of my band t-shirt. Just like, sports coat, oh, check. Fancy. Sports coat. Yeah, because, you know, heavy hides the... Sport, sports coats hide the heavy. So, Got it. Okay. Men's warehouse. <laughs> like the way you look. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Now, I have to, at least, you know, the days that I go to work as a therapist. Yeah, you look sharp, you motherfucker. I have to dress well every day. Um, and I, you know, I don't wear like the super formal button ups. You know, there are, there is that sort of level where it's like, this is something you'd wear to like a wedding or that thing. But I'm kind of like one step down from that. Yeah. Yeah. You look like Alan Turing. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oxford t- professor, Alan I'll Turing. Take that. Everybody I'll take that. references. Go read a book. Yeah, 
Fuck yeah. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. I'll suck a yeah. dude off too, just like he did. Um, hey, chemical castration. <laughs> I'm going to sample that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Yeah, I, I sort of wear that, sort of that level of button-up. Not the super formal, but one step down. But I still will wear sort of like the gap chinos. I don't, I will wear I slacks, but it, it's sort of like the, the nicer looking ones. I yeah. will still wear those to work. And then depending on where I'm working, the shoes kind of, kind of go different ways, but they're always like, it's never like Oxford's sure. fancy, though I dig some fucking Oxford's. If if I w- wow. if I had a lot of money, I would rock the Oxfords. So that's the second piece of fan art I want. I want Elf King Nick and I want Professor Nick. So draw it for me, everybody out there. And high school Nick would be great too. So <laughs> Iron Maiden band T-shirt, long hair, black pants, do it. You draw it. Don't be demanding of them. Yeah, um, let me just draw it with my uh, what's PC that I can say Down syndrome hands. Is that okay? Because I don't think I can't. that's okay. <laughs> I can't draw for shit, okay? So, just putting that out there. I don't think that's okay. Um, I'm not okay. And then, you know, the one thing that has become a classic part of where, and you know, a lot of that came from, I'll, I'll admit, even some of it was the male fashion advice, sort of basic shit when I was getting that going, but I rock the fucking cardigans. Hell yeah. Hell I wear yeah. them every day i went through an old man cardigan phase like the ugly cardigans and i love them because they're comfortable as shit i do too yeah they're incredible but then i lost 100 pounds and nothing fits anymore Uh. so which is fine i'm sure i looked like fucking uh violet from willy wonka when i whenever (laughs) i wore my blue cardigan you know good pull Uh, thanks with my like i I'll admit that a big part of them, not only do I wear them, but I often wear them buttoned up partially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where I would, even when I first started wearing them, I'd wear them open. But because I am such, as we've discussed earlier, I am a small person. Yeah. And dress shirts are not made, really, in my size, <laughs> unless I buy Asian ones. Oh, okay. So, finding ones that fit me well are really yeah. hard so they often have that billowy it looks like i'm wearing a fucking trash bag a lot of the times or when i buy them you're like fabio in a romance novel you know what i mean with those big billowy shirts <laughs> not since i cut the hair off uh <laughs> but yeah like the uh so one of the reasons i button them up is that it hides that okay yeah yeah, the billow. Yeah. Yeah, especially if I have a shirt that uh, doesn't fit me particularly well. It's like I'll just button up the cardigan. Not all the way. I don't button all the buttons, but uh, some of them. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, that looks nice. There you go. And then I, by especially when I used to work on a psych unit, all the patients would call me Mr. Rogers. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I could see that. Totally. I was like, Won't you be my neighbor? I'm, I'm fucking fine with that because, like, they hated all the doctors and they're just like, oh, there's that one therapy guy. And he yeah, looks Rogers like Mr. Rogers. And he was nice to people. 
you know? Yeah. And so I was like, I'll take that reference. Yeah. Call oh, yeah. Mr. So Rogers. You wear that with honor, that badge with honor, my friend. I do. I do wear yeah. that badge. And it also is a funny reference because there's a really famous psychologist called Carl Rogers. Who oh. One of, one of his big tenants was, and this is a weird coincidence, was of psychology was that he would say towards patients that you need to have unconditional positive regard. Oh my God. Wow. They were like soulmates. Yeah. So it was You're like their love child. It sort of worked in that. And I was like, I'll fucking be that person. Hell yeah. Call can me I tell that. you, can I tell you something embarrassing? Uh, n- no, that's not interesting for podcasting. Oh, then we're fine then. Uh, yeah. No. Um, so as I don't know if our listeners know by now, but I, I'm of the Hispanic persuasion. Of course, we haven't talked about that at all. Que tal? <laughs> and um, I feel like, uh, man, how do, I'm I'm I think the term is white passing, right? So I'm Hispanic, <laughs> but I'm I'm goddamn white. White okay? passing. That's that's what I've heard from like left circles and goddamn liberal colleges. Okay, um, I'm white, but I'm Hispanic. Uh, and in an effort to like embrace, because you don't know who you are in junior high, to kind of embrace your Hispanic roots a little bit, uh, I had an eight mile face kind of in junior high. So I dressed more gangster than I probably should have. Oh. I don't think any pictures exist of that moment of time. Oh, you're. Oh, I but it was really short lived. It, it was about as short lived as the trip pants phase. So. It's wow. funny how culture and in, in, yeah, culture and clothes—it happens. Oh man, that's funny. You went Fashion. all went all hardcore. Yeah, you could call me B Rabbit, man. Wow. Yeah, eight mile references. Oh, this just hit my brain. I have another one. Tell me. Um. Before I started figuring out how to dress nice, there was a. That was obviously a transitional through phases going from wearing band t-shirts and dickies to dressing well and looking like an Oxford professor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But one of the stages, when I was a freshman in college, I was like, I'm so sick about giving a shit about what I dress like. Oh. That I bought, I went to the store and I bought... A twenty pack <laughs> of white T-shirts, and then a few pairs of black Dickies pants, so I could also keep the other ones I have. Oh and I God. wore a plain white, like Hanes T-shirt and Dickies pants almost every day when I was a freshman in college. Oh my God! You would have ruined if you were famous. You would have ruined some paparazzi's day. Okay. Yeah. That's that incredible. plus my long hair, like I just just yeah, I look the same every fucking day. That's incredible. So so, professor, uh, you look like that now. Um, mm-hmm. In the spirit of our fashion, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> As we record, yeah. What are you wearing? Tell me what you're wearing. Um, where are the nudes? Send me the nudes. <laughs> I want to see a child killer naked. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, right now, God, well, it's my day off, so I'm not dressed nice. Oh, 
Did I, I got on, you right now? I've got on some Hanes socks. Oh yeah, ankle socks. Hey. Um, probably five year old pajama pants. Oh, Ooh, ladies, are they flannel? Are they are they plaid? They are. They oh. are. And a old V-neck T-shirt that used to be one of the nice V-neck T-shirts, but has <laughs> rotated into the shitty I'm gonna wear around the house when I'm being a hobo. Do you like the V-neck because it shows off a little cleavage? Yeah, I like my I I call it breevage because I'm a it's bro cleavage. Um, <laughs> and then I just took it off, but I was I was rocking the cardigan still. Uh, true to form. True to form. Even on the days off, the cardigan, the cardigan stays. And yeah. when it comes to like male fashion and like that, I, if it wasn't so fucking expensive, I would dress like it was the fifties forever. I would wear a three piece suit every goddamn day. Oh my God. Would it be a zoot suit? What the fuck is that? Oh my God. Do you not go look up what a zoot suit is? I know the term. I hear your mechanical keyboard flipping away. Yeah, it makes me hard every time I tapity tap. What the fuck is a zoot suit? Spelled like it sounds. Z O O T space. No! (laughs) Jesus Christ, no. Yeah, right? Not that kind of 50s. Big pimpin', spend the cheese, buddy. (laughs) Well, I mean, it would probably be like the modern version. I. Okay, I would wear so a three-piece you, suit. So you're more Rat Pack? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay, all right. That's that's fair. Rat that's, Pack over Zoot Suits, I guess. If, if I could afford to buy that many suits, I would wear them every fucking day. Do you ever <laughs> leisure suits in the 70s? Oh, my God. No, I've worn them at gigs before. <laughs> Have you really worn a leisure suit? I've Incredible. worn crazy outfits at gigs before. I'm going to buy you a romper. That looks like a leisure suit. A romper? Yeah. Oh my god. I guess it should be called Is my ass going to hang out of the bottom like the girls in New York? Only if you want it to. Is that a common occurrence with rompers out in New York? Ass hanging out the bottom? Absolutely. Wow. New York is like a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Where are the nudes? Send me the nudes. I want to see a child killer naked. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> that is the perfect drop, and I can use it so often. It's uh, multifunctional. You can use it wherever you want. Um, oh, man. So I want to hear everybody else's stories about fashion and social media as well, because I've heard enough from you today. <laughs> I'm done with your shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit us up. Uh, out of Focus Show. Uh, at Out of Focus Show on Twitter and Instagram, Out of Focus Show at gmail.com. And, and our, our Discord is running now. We have a Discord. You can chat with us real time and we won't get back to you because we're adults at work. But sometimes we'll get back to you. So And you know. and we play games on there. Like you we can do. hang out and play games with us. We played Apex Legends because it's free and we're poor. And so. I play other games on there that Eric doesn't play. If you want to come and hang out with me and fuck him, uh, yeah, fuck I'm me. on there. I'm on there. Uh, you can find that link to that on our website at outoffocusshow.com. We don't have that Patreon bullshit for our Discord. You can just join right in. Fuck that shit. Just yeah, come on my, over and hang out with us. My Snapchat's private. Oh, yeah. That that still costs money. Yeah. So um, send us your stories. Sign up for my private Snapchat. Uh, Nick is, again, my manager for all of those. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. 
Bye. Bye. I'm telling you, all these men not wearing suits these days, it's turning the frogs gay.